What's up? What's up, folks? What's going on? Welcome to episode number 26 of the Spun Today podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ortiz. Thank you very much for listening. This is another free writing session episode of the podcast. It is not going to be the lecture hall audiobook that I promised you guys. That's unfortunately not ready yet, but it should be ready uh, for the next episode in two weeks. Uh, this one is, uh, and if you guys want to read the story, uh, the lecture hall uh, short story, you guys can check it out. Uh, and not be lazy and wait for me to read it to you on the audiobook version of it. You can check it out at spuntoday.com forward slash short stories forward slash lecture hall and read about the story. It's pretty much a story about uh, the real estate, not not necessarily the real estate crash, um, but a conversation between a professor and a student and pretty much two different ideologies and uh, a bit of a, a back and forth uh, between them surrounding that topic of the economic uh, collapse and um, the Great Recession and the real estate's involvement in it and stuff like that. So check it out. Let me know what you guys think. You can uh, write me comments on there or shoot me an email at spuntoday at gmail.com. And if not, just stay tuned for the next episode of the Spun Today podcast, which will feature the audiobook version of that short story. Uh, so in this episode, I have a couple of two this time of the questionnaires that I put out there that are on my website, which for those of you that don't know, it's a five question questionnaire that I devised to pretty much gain uh, insight into the creative process of others and both for my selfish benefit uh, to see if I pick up little tidbits of information and tips and things like that that I can use with my own writing or podcasting. And also to uh, mainly uh, spread that information out the best way I know how, which is uh, through this podcast uh, for those of you, those uh, half a dozen of you that actually listen to it. <laughs> and I have uh, a couple. So those that questionnaire is can be found at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire and you guys can check that out if you want to if you're into anything creative or you know into like any hobbies or anything like that that you want to um, answer five questions about it's pretty much what motivates you to do it um, when was the first time that you did it and stuff like that it's a couple it's five five like open-ended questions that you can have fun with and and share it with us Um, if you do fill it out and decide to I read your responses to those questions on the podcast, on the next free writing uh, session episode of the podcast. And I have two for you guys today, and both of which I'm very appreciative for, one of which I'm honored uh, to have, which is from a fellow podcaster that I've been listening to for a long time. I've actually heard all of his podcasts since he was on the Joe Rogan experience, which is when I was introduced to him. Um, Not in person, obviously, but that's where I first heard him. And he since started his own podcast, the Drunken Taoist Podcast. And it's a really cool podcast. I listen to it all the time. His name is Daniele Bolelli. He's also a writer. And I'll get more into him and the other questionnaire from a uh, another writer and model uh, named Margot Brooks. Uh, Brooke, sorry. And I'll get into 
all that stuff a little bit later. That's going to be towards the tail end of the episode. Now, that aside, for those of you that are familiar with the free writing episodes, pretty much what I do is I have an intro where I just speak about random shit uh, that I want to speak about. Then I followed up with reading a couple of posts of my freely written thoughts, uh, some free writing, uh, which is usually based on like a quote that I read in a book or like saw in a movie or something like that and followed by my freely written thoughts after that and I pretty much read it to you guys and reflect on it you know some of the stuff is that I wrote years ago some of it that I wrote you know a few days ago a couple months ago and pretty much just reflect on it and see what I think about it now and that's pretty much it if you guys want to actually read those uh, free writing posts uh, the ones that I'm going to go over today and others you can go to spuntoday.com forward slash free writing the first thing I want to start the intro off with is an episode of a podcast that my brother actually put me on to, which is Mark Marin's WTF podcast. WTF stands for what the fuck <laughs> for those of you that aren't familiar with uh, text and, you know, like internet acronyms and shit like that. And it's a, it's a dope podcast. Mark Marin is a comic as well. And it's one of the most popular uh, podcasts out there on the net. So those of you that haven't listened to it, uh, check it out. He had a monumental guest, uh, on his podcast, that being sitting president Barack Obama. And that was pretty dope just for the podcast community as a whole. And it just gives, uh, like that much more credibility to the genre and reinforces, you know, my, my personal thoughts of where podcasts can go and what they can evolve to be and it's just pretty dope just to just to see him like in that context and it was a pretty good interview he he um touched on a lot of things and you know it's a free-flowing open type of conversational interview like uh, most podcasts are mark did in my opinion a great job of interviewing him, he didn't touch on um, a, a couple of things that would have been interesting to get his his feedback on. You know the types of of questions that he might not normally get. Um, you know, like his his administration's like censorship issues, uh, to say the least, with with uh, like prosecuting more. Uh, like whistleblowers and like any other administration and uh, stuff like that and his like not closing Guantanamo Bay yet and um his and by his I mean like his administration and the kind of sort of like juxtaposition between the promises that are made on the campaign trail and how they translate and don't translate in most cases into actual practice during uh, president's administration and you know just certain certain things like that um but he definitely did uh speak about a lot of things that aren't part of a normal uh interview i guess uh you can say that you would see the president on you know like on cnn or fox or or all these uh mainstream media 
like news outlets and stuff like that. Vice actually did a, a pretty good piece on him also, but that was that was also it, it was dope, but it was more more of that like expected type of interview. Um, this podcast was more again like free flowing and got more into like his family and um, like his life like as a person kind of you know what i mean um he has a uh, that quality of being able to through his like charisma and and communication skills to like disarm and uh the person he's speaking with and uh, other listeners and kind of like completely engage them like i do with you guys and how i always leave you wanting more and shit like that you know <laughs> no but uh it was pretty cool it spoke about uh, a lot of shit a lot of shit definitely check it out it's um again the what the fuck podcast wtf with mark Marin, and it's episode 613 and it was released on june 22nd of 2015 something that i mean he obviously spoke about politics it's what he does right so it wasn't like a completely non-political um conversation um, but, uh, you know, he, he did definitely, you know, speak about the few political things. He has to have his agenda also. And, uh, one of the things he spoke about was the whole healthcare thing. And I want to take something that he said from there and segue that into something that I wanted, something else that I wanted to mention from, a uh, clip from, um, Joe Rogan podcast that I recently listened to. And it was, going back to Obama's podcast, it was the fact of kind of like the blowback that he got and um, that is being had now with the whole like healthcare debate. Like, oh, we didn't get everything we wanted and it wasn't, you know, it should be like a single-payer system, um, not the current kind of sort of like amalgamation of a single payer system mixed with corp you know corporate pharmaceutical interests and and this weird kind of like mixture of of all of it and somewhat socialized but uh, in a capitalized market and it's like weird shit that we have going on and he gets into how and I think he he borrowed like this term from like Tony Robbins or something like that. He gets into how people should understand that if he were developing the system from scratch, that he definitely would have something similar to a single payer system, something that makes more sense, something that is modeled throughout most of the successful uh developed countries in the world and that works that you can you know you can see it work you have evidence of it working something more similar to that type of system if you're starting from scratch but he explains how one you couldn't scrap the entire healthcare system as we know it because it's literally one-sixth of the entire uh u.s gdp so that's impossible unless you want millions and millions and millions of people like not working, you know, instantly like cut off. So something like that obviously is not doable. It'd be too much of a shock to 
the system as a whole. That seems logical enough to understand. <clears throat> and he says that, so that not being an option, which would be the only way that you could just, you know, implement a single payer system by scrapping that all together and then implementing the single payer system, that not being an option, you have to work with what you have and do your best with where you're starting from since you're not starting from zero you're not starting from scratch do your best with where you're starting from to navigate the situation towards the direction that you want it to go so the end goal is something more like a single pair system but given the position that we're starting from we have to tweak it in a way where we alter the trajectory of the current uh, fucked up system that obviously wasn't working. One of the biggest um, costs uh, when compared to other nations in terms of healthcare and definitely not necessarily uh, better, better outcomes. And take that broken fucked up system and tweak it in a way that it can begin to head in the direction of a uh, more of a single pair type structure. Which I think he's a, obviously a very good politician, the politician, the best at it right now. Um, so either he sold me on that or it just completely makes logical sense. And it's an interesting, it's an interesting idea. Again, I think it was from a Tony Robbins um, type of uh, philosophy, which is that if you're on a, uh, what's the analogy? If you're on a... If you have two ships running like parallel to each other, one of them takes a two degree turn to the right. They will still be parallel for like miles and miles and miles right next to each other. But let's say, you know, if it's an endless stream or something like that and years down the line, you take a look at the two ships just because of that two degree turn uh, shift in direction. They're going to be miles and miles and miles apart, no longer parallel right next to each other. And that's kind of sort of the mentality and the idea behind the types of maneuvering that a president has to do or a politician has to do in um, those types of, of situations. And you're dealing with these legacy systems that are in place for decades and, you know, completely entrenched with different interests and other politicians wanting different things and you're getting pulled in all different sorts of directions and... Um, it's it's interesting to look at it from that perspective. Now, I want to segue that <clears throat> into um, a part of a conversation from the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, episode number 664. It was an episode with Tom Segura and, and Christina Pajitsky. Yeah, I can never pronounce her name. Two dope comics. You guys should check them out if you haven't on Netflix. Um, I Actually, I haven't seen Christina's stuff. I've heard her on the podcast a couple of times. I listened to the Your Mom's House podcast with Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky. And they're both funny as hell. They're on Rogan's podcast all the time on Ari's. And um, definitely check check them out. I've seen Tom Segura's special on Netflix. And it was really funny. Me and my fiance uh, watched it and had a good time. So if you want to have a laugh, definitely check that out. <clears throat> the... Uh, point that I wanted to get to, though, which I want to segue that type of mentality and idea from from Obama is 
in part of the conversation that they were having on Rogan's podcast, they Rogan brought up a like an old uh, text or speech um, from like the eighteen when was Lincoln president eighteen sixty five or sixty eight he got assassinated around that range so like the eighteen sixties late eighteen sixties mid to late eighteen sixties and it was uh he read out like uh, a transcript of it where lincoln was saying or was quoted in saying that he did not believe that african americans should have the power to vote he didn't believe that african americans should be should be completely equal i believe he uh i'm butchering the the fuck out of it so listen to to the clip and then i guess come back and listen to this again it's episode number 664 of joe rogan experience podcast again one of my favorite podcasts or my favorite podcast period on the net and it is about two hours and 20 minutes in uh that's like right in the middle of the conversation and he reads his transcript and um again it's lincoln being quoted and saying that uh african-americans shouldn't have the right to vote they shouldn't be completely equal equal but what they should have is a chance to work at uh becoming equal uh to whites and it was interesting to hear that because it was kind of some people take it as oh my god what the fuck i thought he was you know all about freeing slaves and stuff like that um but this is like the exact opposite but i don't think i don't think necessarily that it is i mean take it Again, go listen to it so you can have it in its full context. I probably want to read like the entire transcript of of the speech instead of the that excerpt from it. But I think it's I related to what Obama was saying about working with what you have and turning, kind of sort of steering the ship in the right direction so that it can get to the destination that you want it to go to because you can't make sometimes such an abrupt rash type of decision with certain things again dealing with these types of entrenched legacy type systems that are in place and lincoln being someone that that obama has has quoted in speeches and that he uh, is uh, related to a lot i wonder if what lincoln was doing in that time and if his mentality was just that which was all right i can't i want uh, the freedom uh, uh the abolition of of slavery but if i act for that i'm gonna be fucking persecuted for that myself so the only way that i could go about that is by playing their game a little bit and you know telling them what they want to hear but setting it up so that the inevitable progression of where they where we start from will be the abolition of, of slavery uh, a little bit down the line. And then I, it'll be easier for me to maneuver getting that freedom once I get past like these you know first few uh, rough patches and hurdles and stuff like that. And I think that that's what was going on there, if I had to guess, if you guys give a fuck <laughs> what my, what my uh, opinion is on that. And it's, a, it's an interesting comparison, I think. And I don't know, just something I thought about when I was listening to um both of those episodes both the wtf episode with president barack obama 
and the Joe Rogan Experience episode, speaking about Abraham Lincoln in episode number 664 in that clip. So let me know what you guys think. Um, Check those out and hit me up and let me know. Now, moving on from that, I uh, tried, I... I don't remember if I tweeted this or if I put it on on Instagram, but I tried another coffee, one that I brought from from India, in my quest for the perfect cup of brew. And it's actually called Brew, B-R-U, and it's called Brew Super Strong Coffee. I like strong coffee, um, but I'm looking for something with both like the strength and the pick-me-up as well as a decent taste. And as you guys know, I've, you know, tried a whole bunch and I'm still on my quest right now. Bustelo is still my number one. Um, but again, I was kind of looking for like my own fucking type of thing, my own, you know, niche coffee, you know, something different. Because like I said, Bustelo is, you know, growing up Dominican, Bustelo is all you drink. <laughs> and um, I tried this brew coffee and I don't recommend it. I don't like this one. It's kind of like an instant coffee. It is. It has like a really bitter taste to it, and honestly, it's not that strong. It's they had they literally had it in like three different categories. They had brew super strong, which is the one that I got. Brew strong and brew light or some shit like that, and it shit's fucking weak, and it doesn't taste good. So, and it's an instant coffee. It's not like one of those uh. Which I'm not like too much of a fan of, like those instant coffees that you just like put the powder in hot water and mix it. I like to actually fucking brew it. Uh, but yeah. Next, separate from that, uh, just a couple other things before I start the free writing portion of the podcast. So hold your horses. Uh, smoothies. I have some notes here. Smoothies with. Uh, I got this idea from a Tim Ferriss podcast. Tim Ferriss. Uh, writer of the four hour work week and the four hour body he's been on rogan's podcast a bunch of times um recently actually he's been on find my fitness podcast with uh dr Rhonda patrick i haven't listened to it yet but it's on my on my what's it called on the uh on the go list of podcast uh to listen to and uh he has a really interesting guest and he's a, he's a great interviewer also you guys should check that out, Tim Ferriss's podcast. And I was recently, I listened to Tim Ferriss a lot on on other people's podcasts, but I was recently uh, put on to, to his by a friend of mine. And uh, it's definitely, definitely a good listen. He's had Tony Robbins on there a couple of times and, you know, Rogan and a bunch of people. So definitely check that out. Recently, he had Whitney Cummings, the comedian on there. And something she said, which after hearing it, I was like, duh, why, you know, I'm pretty sure I've heard that before, but I never, I don't know, never like occurred to me to like try. And I did was she said that since she's she's so busy, she's always like on the go and like doing shit. What she does, because she's like a healthy eater and stuff, she she tries to get all her shit in in the morning, like all her nutrients and stuff by uh making a smoothie similar to like how i told you guys i was doing like the like the kale shakes with um 
with uh like uh, chia seeds and hemp seeds and like peanut butter and like shit like that in it uh, i'm still doing that on and off i haven't done it honestly in a couple weeks because i've been trying this for the past week and before that i was just being lazy and not doing shit um but this is a lot easier to do and um and I like doing it so far. It's she takes uh, smoothies. She makes smoothies with whatever uh, she puts in it, and she puts her pills in it, like the like gel cap uh, pills. Opens them up, throws it in the smoothie, mixes it all together, and she you know she puts her multivitamins in there and like all her shit that she takes her supplements or whatever, and just knocks it down. And she she said that you know then the rest of the day she doesn't really have to worry about. Um, exactly what she has to eat to get the you know the the nutrients or the proteins or whatever it is that the levels that she's trying to hit in her uh, nutritional diet and and it's an interesting idea because i hate hate taking pills um but i do take them because i take a, a pill for allergies uh like a, a 24 hour or 12 hour pill you know, for allergies every day i try um what is it clarinex d um, it's a, a prescription pill and cause I'm allergic to fucking dust, which is annoying cause my nostrils are one nostril is literally 100% of the time always like shut. I could breathe through one and when I'm on the pill, it kind of opens it up a little bit and the other nostril is slightly closed or, or, um, or open. So usually f- functioning with one nausea, which is fucking annoying. Um, which, by the way, I used to think was fucking normal. And so somebody told me, oh, you probably have allergies, dick. And I looked into it and yeah, I found I'm fucking allergic to dust. So indoors, outdoors, outside, when it's windy, I'm fucking just like all clogged up all the time. Anyway, so I take that. I take multivitamins. I take um, Alpha Brain. Um, I also uh, take uh, fish oil. I take, what else? I'm supposed to take, which I stopped taking just because I hate taking pills so much. Uh, I get migraines also, so I have to take those every once in a while. Um, Like these f- f- three or four supplements. I forgot how many. Actually, I think it was like five. Well, no, I think it was like three or four, but just like multiple pills of each. Um, But I had to take like five or six pills a day. I went to see a neurologist once and told me I have, uh, uh, I do have migraines and he gave me all these like supplements to take like magnesium, um, CoQ10, uh, B6, and and just a bunch of things that are supposed to like balance out my 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 noggin and uh, help minimize the number of migraines that that I get. And which I was taking for a while and it helped because I used to get like two or three migraines a fucking week. Um, on on that I I was getting less when I was like taking that that uh, cocktail of pills but it's fucking annoying because i literally like hate taking pills i hate having to like swallow them and it it like hurts and it's annoying to me um uh, but that's a shitload of pills a day already right uh, so I, I wound up stop taking those and the uh what i what wound up helping me out with migraines actually just to go off on a little bit of a tangent was uh juicing when i started like juicing uh kale and uh just like a bunch of vegetables and fruits and stuff kale carrots celery apples pineapple and getting like those micronutrients in my system that completely helped with migraines like knocked my migraines down to like once a month or like something like that if that 
and um yeah but i strayed away from taking those those uh pills which um from what the neurologist told me what i looked up on like webmd and uh the functions and uses of, of those pills are things that i wouldn't mind having like in my system and then listening to whitney cummings i um it kind of like clicked when she said i put all my pills in, in a smoothie this way i drink it and i have everything i need for the day because you know i was spacing it out like taking a couple of these in the morning a couple of those with lunch another couple with dinner then i forget then i wouldn't get this then i wouldn't get that and this way like the way she said it just kind of completely made sense so i've been doing that for about a week i've been taking those like all those uh uh neurologists um recommended pills and shit like that putting them all together with some multivitamins and 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 shit all together like in a smoothie in the morning which it's like a very simple smoothie just literally milk with uh peanut butter uh chia seeds and or hemp seeds uh i like mix those sometimes and then just all the all the i open up the gel caps like in the in the mixture and that's a couple multivitamins the cq10 um the fish oils i don't put in that i still just drink those with lunch and what else uh the magnesium pills and just whatever the fuck it is that you take and blend it together it's literally like six or eight ounces um i put it in the fat from the milk uh definitely helps with absorption i've read that like everywhere it's like unanimous across the board it helps with like the absorption of, of certain of of uh nutrients it helps um you buy your body attaches more like to the fat which is attached to like the molecules or some shit and it grabs it more instead of you like just pissing everything out or more of it out and um i feel good i feel good uh again it's only been a week so i'm gonna continue doing it and keep you guys posted on that and let you know how that goes but try that if you guys want to and what else uh one more thing before the free writing session begins is meditating I also, I mentioned to you guys in the India episodes that I tried meditating there. I've done maybe like two or three, a handful of times before, um, you know, just like yoga and not, um, maybe not like straight meditating, but it, I don't know. It's something I've, I've been interested in and been wanting to do. And I heard on a podcast i don't remember if it was duncan trussell's because he's like heavy into meditation and shit or maybe it was on rogan's like one of the guests that were on there he mentioned this app which is a free app called headspace and it is free to download i downloaded it it's a meditating app it helps you it tells you about meditating and these cool little um like uh minute or two minute long videos and uh, you know how the mind connects with the body and like all that stuff and with like this little cartoon it does a pretty cool job of explaining it to you and it gives you 10 free sessions you don't have to sign up for anything just download the app and that's it you don't have to pay anything if you want to go beyond the 10 uh, free sessions obviously you can and that you do have to pay for um so far i'm up to day number five it's like one session per day and it's literally 10 minutes a day it's it's called a take 10 like that portion of it um and i've done it for a few mornings now i'm on like the fifth day and it's pretty cool too it kind of like i don't know 
centers you and makes you feel like more calm and and like less anxious at least for me and you know it's only it's only been five days so i technically haven't done shit but i can just like extrapolate the the possibilities of that and the benefits of that uh, if i continue doing it which i plan to so if you guys want to check that out um i thought that was pretty cool again it's called headspace the app at least on the iphone just looks like a, a white square with a with an orange circle in the middle of it and again it's free and it's pretty cool so check that out if you guys um you know are curious about about uh meditating and you know want to check something out and that's it for the outro stuff uh sorry the intro stuff guys uh just before i head into the free writing uh portion of the podcast just to remind you guys you can follow me on twitter at at spun today or on instagram at spun today on like the facebook fan page facebook.com forward slash spun today if you want to sign up for the newsletter or contact me for whatever reason uh check out the contact page of the website spuntoday.com forward slash contact you got the newsletter at the bottom where you can uh, sign up to find out when a new podcast episode is released um or a new short story is written or some new free writing posts and shit like that i'm not gonna bombard you with anything else uh you can also you know there's a contact sheet there you can fill it out it'll shoot me over an email if you want to hit me up for whatever reason uh, check out the questionnaire that I mentioned earlier at uh, spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. If you fill that out, again, I'll read your responses on the podcast like I'm going to do at the end with a couple of the submissions that I have uh, for today's episode. And you also have the option to remain anonymous. So maybe you read the questions and you like it and you want to fill it out, you can. And um, just check off at the bottom, uh, remain anonymous, and I won't say who it's from. But again, it's something cool. It's something that I think is helpful. It's definitely helping me uh, so far. Just uh, get some insight into your processes and 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 stuff like that. And I'm sure it would do uh, the same also for others. If anyone aside from my half a dozen listeners ever listens to this. Also, there's a photography section of on my website. I like taking pictures of shit and sharing it with you guys you guys can check it out it's on uh, spuntoday.com forward slash photography let me know what you guys think um if for whatever reason you actually think they're good enough and want to like print a poster or something like that you can by going to created.com c-r-a-t-e-d.com forward slash spuntoday and that's my personal page on created there's a shitload of other pages if you guys want to check out other people's art and you know drawings and photography and like stuff like that you can actually order prints uh like posters or frames or or stuff like that so check that out it's a way to help support the podcast and also you can support the podcast as i mentioned in the past by shopping on amazon through my amazon portal which is also located on my contact page of the website that i mentioned before and that's pretty much it um check out the youtube page all these episodes are on the youtube page as well and that's it now let's head over to the free writing session portion of the podcast follow me you guys can check out the post that i'm about to read on or at sponsor.com forward slash free writing i'm going to read two posts today both of which are from the 50th law 
which is a book by Robert Greene and 50 Cent, uh, co-written by them. Robert Greene is um, an author that that I respect and I like to read. And um, 50 Cent also is a very respectable um, businessman and artist and has um, a lot of insights as, as well. And there's a few things that that resonated with me um, from reading this book. And I'm kind of sharing them in dribs and drabs. And here's a couple more um, quotes from that book, along with my freely written thoughts. The first post that I'm going to read today is was posted on July 24th, 2015, which was yesterday. Today is July... Oh, no, day before yesterday. What is today? Oh, yeah, today is July 25th, 2015. And the quote from the 50th law is, if you are afraid to learn from your mistakes, you will more than likely keep repeating them. And to that, I wrote the following. We've heard and or read variations of that statement dozens of times, right? What stood out to me this time was putting it in the context of fear. It's one thing to be naive and or hard-headed and continue to bang your head against the wall, expecting something other than a lump. It's a far more self-destructive trait, in my opinion, to avoid necessary change because you're afraid of it. You're setting a dangerous precedent for yourself whenever you do so. Don't form that habit, which ultimately becomes the self-fulfilling, self-perpetuating, toxic characteristic that will rot you from within. When you head in that fearful direction, you don't increase your chances of failure and loss. You secure them. Head in the opposite direction. Admit when you're wrong whenever you fuck up. Embrace the fact that it's a normal and expected possibility Correct your errors and keep it moving. Don't let yourself down. And I wrote that on Friday, May 15th, 2015 at 9.02 a.m. And I make a shitload of mistakes, folks. We all do. And if you don't think you do, that's a mistake in and of itself, you cocky fuck. And, um, yeah, we just take take it for what it is take it as learning experience spin it into something positive look at the silver lining from those mistakes and see how you can avoid doing them in the future and it sounds very cliche it sounds very no shit i know that's what i'm supposed to do but i have found even myself and some people around me even that know this and we all know it like on some like visceral type level but we just put it off or we don't practice it we including myself uh, find ourselves in in i don't know if it could be considered like an emotional rut or a a i guess like a progressive rut where we actually no the would be the opposite of that right um just in a rut in general where instead of learning from an error or a mistake or 
you acknowledge it you know it's there you know you, something's off you know there's something that you got to fix but you keep putting it off you you know you, you'll fix it later you'll get to it you'll deal with it for now and you'll fix it when there's time to and like shit like that and that just becomes that what i mentioned there like a self-destructive trait it's like a self-fulfilling and perpetuating type of behavior that's just going to continue to build on itself and maybe you will get to that type uh that specific problem that you keep putting off and you will fix it in two or three weeks even though you could have fixed it tomorrow or today and you think that or at least i've thought like okay you know i took care of it but at the same time like that mentality of like putting something off putting off like an issue that you should address and you should work on and you should fix you are like compartmentalizing compartmentalizing it into you know certain like little things and when you fix one like you think you're good but you're doing the same shit in a lot of different areas you are still putting off and you're still doing that self-perpetuating like fucked up um you know putting shit off in different categories in different areas of your life or in you know maybe in the same area in your life but instead of with this this specific task that you fixed you're doing it now with another one because you're drawing your focus from that one to this one and you're putting off another issue and i don't know i guess just like try to be mindful of that and keep your eyes open to that type of shit um because i know i get caught in those ruts a lot and definitely have and again it's just a matter of realizing that addressing them and attacking them like systematically and directly and right away you know don't put them off don't wait for a fucking sunny day or rainy day or whatever to address them you know if you know there's an issue take care of the issue immediately knock it out the park get it out the way now don't wait till fucking christmas and that was that post uh one more post which i'm gonna go over is again from the 50th law by 50 cent and robert green and the quote which by the way guys all these uh free writing posts that are actually based on other quotes for those of you that haven't listened to one of the free writing episodes in the past where i explained this uh if you go on the website sponsor.com forward slash free writing you can click on the actual quote uh which is in red and that'll take you to like the page where you can purchase the book usually um like an amazon link which again also supports the podcast if you guys purchase it that way and obviously it doesn't cost you anything extra um but i want to like source where the quotes are coming from you know what i mean either books or movies or youtube links or songs or um whatever you know i link them to their respective uh, book pages on amazon or itunes pages if it's from a song or if it's a youtube video um to its youtube uh video page so check that out if you guys want to now the other post that i'm gonna read is uh here we go it was posted again sponsor.com forward slash free writing and it's a post from july 25th 2015 and the quote is sometimes luck it sorry sometimes luck or serendipity is more a function of the openness of your mind and to that i wrote they say luck is where preparation meets opportunity which makes sense 
That's a practical view of it. An ethereal way of looking at luck would be, quote, being at the right place at the right time, unquote. In the first version, we have control or say so over part of the equation, that being the preparation part. In the second version of luck, it's being done to us. We can't control the being at the right place at the right time situation. It just happens. Which version of luck is accurate? I guess that fully depends on the type of situation specifically. Sometimes your hard work and preparation crosses an applicable opportunity. Sometimes you're born and already on third base. A lot of the times, it's a combination of both, mixed in with all variations in between and around it. Keeping an open mind while you go through situations in your life, whether that be with the loved ones, with business, or with passions, is an objective tool we can implement to, in essence, quote, make something out of nothing, unquote. To spot certain scenarios that we can spin in our favor to position and prepare ourselves in that, quote, right place, unquote. Open your mind's eye and allow yourself to be lucky. I wrote that on Wednesday, May 20th, 2015 at 9.09 a.m. So I guess this is my version of create your own luck, like that saying. But... factoring in like both sides of it like the you know sometimes we have lucky shit happen to us you know we meet certain people they put us onto certain things um and things happen you know by happenstance sometimes we bust our ass and we work towards something and we kind of earn that luck which is like the the i guess that's what i gravitate towards you know what i mean like i want like if i could get lucky and be handed something i'd rather be lucky in the way of busting my ass and earning that something that same something even if it takes longer to get that way than just having it handed to you and you know people some people feel differently and could take it as you know i'd rather be handed something now so i can get it quick and then from there i can build up you know onto something else and to each his own well when it comes to that but um of the the other type of mentality and who the fuck knows you know what i mean like it it could be one or the other like i said there a mixture of both and it's mainly a your objective should be to like i said there at the end i like that line not to pat myself on the back and sound like a cocky fuck but i like that um I'm reading it again. Open your mind's eye and allow yourself to be lucky. So it's kind of like you have you have the ability to create that luck, to make lucky shit happen to you by not opening, not necessarily just opening like your physical eyes and, you know, seeing opportunities around you, but open your mind's eye and allow yourself to get that intuitive, visceral feel of, you know, following like your gut instincts with certain things and... Um, ultimately that turns out into positioning yourself to being in the right place at the right time and in turn, uh, creating your own luck in that way. And yeah, that's pretty much it with that post.
like with this and any and all other posts, guys, you can comment or like or share the uh, specific posts by checking out the website, sponsoraycom forward slash free writing. There's a comment section underneath, which is public. Um, if you want to tell me how horrible it is or how great it was, feel free to do so there. Preferably the, um, if you're inspired to write things to the latter, that would be great and appreciated. Um, you can comment right on there or again, like I told you guys uh, before, uh, shoot me over an email and my email address is spuntoday at gmail.com or just fill out the contact sheet on the contact page of my website. And that's pretty much it, boys and girls, for the free writing portion of the podcast. Now, I'm excited to go over the questionnaires with you guys. Again, I have two different questionnaires uh, to go over this time. This would be, uh, with these two, it'll be three questionnaires that have been filled out. Uh, If you guys have been following the podcast, um, which is pretty cool, I would like to get uh, tons and tons and tons and tons and tons more. Um, so again, anybody that wants to fill one of these out, maybe after listening to these questions and answers, uh, you get more inspired to, um, check out the questionnaire at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. Now, the first one that I'm going to read is the first one I received. I, I'm always going to go, I'm always going to read these in order. First come, first serve. This first one that I'm going to read is from... Margot Brooke, and I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, and I apologize in advance. Um, but the name is spelled M A R G A U X Margot Margox Margot, and last name Brooke B R O O K E. You guys can follow her on Twitter at Margot Brooke, and you can check out her blog at which is margotbrook.tumblr.com. Uh, she's a super cool chick. She um, has a lot of uh, video blogs, uh, does some writing. She's a model uh, primarily, and she also draws and she paints. I stumbled across her on Periscope, actually. Um, stumbled upon uh, one of her live feeds. She, uh, she was uh, just like speaking, shooting the shit. I think she was like at an airport. I don't remember which one. I want to say LAX. And she was talking, doing like a Q&A, answering questions. I asked her on there if she wanted to fill out the survey um, about writing. I, she said yes. And I shot it over to her on Twitter, the power of the internet. And, you know, didn't think of it from there. Honestly, didn't think she would fill it out, but she did. And that was super cool of her. So, Margot, thank you very much. And here are the questions and answers uh, from Margot. So the first question of the questionnaire is, relating to your craft, do you remember the first thing that you ever wrote or created? And her response is, or was rather, I can't say I remember the very first thing I ever wrote. I'm sure it was some pink diary where I wrote about my dreams. Not much has changed except now, excuse me, not much has changed except now, my diary is in the form of the, quote, day one app on my laptop, mm. which is really cool. I, I actually use myself the the day one app. I don't use it on the computer, though. I use it on my iPhone. 
and it's pretty cool uh, if you guys want to check it out it's a free app i'm sure they they probably have like a like a paid service or whatever but i just use all the free shit and it is it like organizes organizes it by post like on a little timeline um by uh by date and i use it to like write down different ideas and it has a it's a like cool functionality you could like add photos to it tags and it's a like a pretty cool notepad it, it has like an option to like alert you like i have this like a daily al- <clears throat> fuck i have like this uh daily alert on it uh to remind me to write and shit like that I'm trying to you know like push myself a little bit more and that's pretty cool it's dope that you use that also uh, so you guys should check that out next question is what inspires you to write or create and she responded honestly everything inspires me to write sometimes it's a song or a movie or a dream sorry about that guys real quick i had to pause the recording because the battery was running low on the uh roland ro5 mp3 recorder so i wanted to switch that out so i wouldn't get you know like lose anything or anything like that so let me repeat i'm up to the second question on the questionnaire for margot and again i hope i'm pronouncing your name right what inspires you to write or create and she responded, honestly, everything inspires me to write. Sometimes it's a song or a movie or a dream. Sometimes I'll get inspired walking down the street or people watching at a coffee shop. And I couldn't agree more with her response to that. I Same shit happens to me. You know, it, an idea could just pop into your head while you're like on the subway or like something like that or driving or listening to something or you hear a quote or a line in a song they never really noticed before or maybe one that you you know you know by heart inside and out and it just sparks different different um uh fucking connections in your mind like synapses start start uh synapsing or whatever it is that they do <laughs> and um just ideas start flying you know what, what it reminds me of just to go on, go on off on a quick tangent the that uh ben stiller movie the walter mitty something 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 of walter mitty um how he like daydreamed pretty much and just imagined like all these different scenarios that you know he was going through like in his mind but he was really just like sitting down like in a chair or some shit but he would like see a plane pass by and then start daydreaming about being like outside that plane like hanging on the wing or something while it flies trying to get into it or some shit like that um shit like that like i just get random ideas and i just go with them in my mind some people think i'm fucking crazy and wondering why i'm always quiet and shit like that it's usually because i'm thinking of like random shit like that so um completely with you on that and how you know inspiration can come from anywhere at any time completely randomly and or all the time question number three of the five question survey is what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft and she responded well writing is actually my hobby my quote craft unquote is modeling but i enjoy both art forms i also draw and paint which is really cool um i saw a few of your drawings um ago and they were pretty dope i like them and again you guys can check those out on her on her tumblr blog and um sure like modeling pictures and stuff like that as well i saw a couple i'm not sure if they were like actual modeling modeling pictures or um 
just you know your own like selfies or some shit like that um because i'm not personally into modeling but it's uh it's pretty cool and all of the like the links for um marco's blog for example are in the episode notes so you guys can check it out there next question is question number four how do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to and her response to this one is like i said writing is uh like i said writing is a hobby so i don't really have to force myself to do it i just write when i want to which is one of the things i enjoy most about it there's no pressure which is dope if you have if like you said you you do or pursue writing like as a hobby that's definitely a refreshing aspect of it um like when it's within that context when you know it's a hobby you do it when you want to and it's dope like that because you know it's a win-win situation in, in that example something that um I wrestle with a lot and a lot of writers do. It's something that's common across the board is when it's not like just a, a hobby or when they, um, when it's their like primary hobby, they, or it's tough for um, writers, including myself to get themselves to like sit down and actually, actually write. And it's just a, a bitch to like get over that hump and you know a lot of people that that i read about or that give you know successful writers like in stephen king's on writing or in the war of art by stephen pressfield and and books like that and also actually the previous um questionnaire that i read if you guys want to take a look uh take a listen to my uh the previous rewriting episode the first questionnaire that we received from david christoph which is a sci-fi writer um a consensus sort of kind of consensus um to to battle against that type of re- resistance when you want to write when not just like when you feel like it but you have the sense of like you have to but you have writer's block or you're lazy or whatever it is is um setting a schedule up for yourself and forcing yourself to to sit down and actually do the work but yeah there's definitely something something freeing and and um and pretty cool about not feeling like that added unnecessary layer of pressure when you're doing something that you enjoy because ultimately that's what it's about right you should be enjoying what you're doing and doing it because you enjoy it and lastly question number five is do you have any advice for other writers or creators in parentheses whether they're new whether they're seasoned or otherwise and margot responded my advice is just to write what you want and don't worry about what other people may think even if you have to write something to be published get it all out then edit if you have to don't edit as you write and absolutely i couldn't agree more you're always gonna have a shitload of chefs in the kitchen and you know too many chiefs not enough indians there's a shitload of those types of of analogies where everybody wants to put in their input and 
like change your shit and um, guide you in certain directions. And it's good to keep an open mind because you learn from certain types of criticisms and there's something to be said and to be gained from certain encounters. But it's also counterproductive, in my opinion, and experience to just continually keep shape-shifting and changing and and remolding and you know re you know just continuously like changing and editing and fixing shit just to appease you know different people because you're not gonna appease everybody and the number one person you should be trying to to make to appease and to make feel fulfilled is yourself because you're doing this for you that should be your number one your number one you should be your number one fucking fan even though like when you create certain things and this is also something common from uh, writers and and other creative types. They don't like their own shit, but and I feel that way all the time. Like I don't, I don't listen to like my own podcast and stuff like that. Skim through them sometimes just to make sure you know everything, like the sound quality and shit like that, sounds good and and stuff like that, and see if I can um get through listening to a few minutes of it just to you know remind myself oh you say um too much and and stuff like that just like clean up that type of shit um but ultimately you should be happy and proud of what you do and and don't fall into that trap of of you know trying to appease everybody and change shit for people If you like it, if you're happy with it, if you're proud of it, continue doing it. Continue grinding for yourself. And there's, what, fucking, like, 7 billion people in the world. If you like it, odds are somebody else will also. It's just a matter of them actually finding it. And and you know what? If you're the only motherfucker on the face of the planet that likes your shit, so be it. Fucking congratulations because you're making yourself happy. And that is it with the questionnaire form submission from margot brooke which again you can follow her on twitter at margot brooke m-a-r-g-a-u-x-b-r-o-o-k-e and check out her tumblr blog at margotbrook.tumblr.com and the links are found in the episode notes for this podcast thank you very much margot for taking the time to fill out that questionnaire for us and share your perspective on creating. And now for the second questionnaire that we have for today, which is the final one, is, again, like I mentioned in the intro, one that I'm pretty excited about because I'm kind of a fanboy of, of this gentleman. I've read his one of his books, which is uh, Create Your Own Religion. And he has a few more books that you guys can check out. I put a, a link in the episode notes for this episode uh, to his Amazon uh, page. Uh, he has like five or six books. I don't remember the titles of each of them. One of them is Create Your Own Religion, uh, which I really enjoyed. He went through um, a lot of positives and um, pointed out a few holes in a lot of different religions. And the idea of it, at least from um, what I took from it, was um kind of like the bruce lee-ish approach to 
religion, like Bruce Lee's approach to martial arts was instead of, you know, picking one martial art and sticking to it, you know, pull out the shit that works in each one and and use them all. Why not? Um, so Daniele kind of took that same sort of approach um, with create your own religion in uh, going through uh, different uh, religions. And it's a, a pretty dope read. I enjoyed it a lot. He's a writer. He's a professor um, out in a university in Los Angeles. I don't remember which one. And he is the host of one of my favorite podcasts, uh, the Drunken Taoist Podcast. Again, I heard him first on Joe Rogan's podcast a while back. He's been on it a few times. Um, I heard him uh, the first time. I remember I was on my way to Massachusetts, where my uh, fiance lived uh, before. And I had these four-hour long drives every other weekend uh, to go up there. And for fucking five years, <clears throat> looking back on I don't know how we fucking, how we did it, how we got through that, but we did. And um, yeah, I remember listening to his first episode on Chorogan's podcast and he was pretty captivating had a lot of cool points and was uh, fun to listen to so when he started the drunken Dallas podcast with with his co-host rich avers it was like a no-brainer to start listening and i've listened to to everyone since so i'm a big supporter and shout out to daniele bolelli really appreciate you uh taking the time out to fill out this questionnaire and sharing your insights with us as well and Daniel is also a martial artist. I don't know if I mentioned that before. Um, but he has... I was actually watching a couple of YouTube videos that he has on his YouTube page, which is pretty dope, of um, uh, some jujitsu, which is pretty cool. Cool to see. And uh, you guys can follow him on Twitter, at D Bolelli. D as in Daniele. B as in boy. O-L-E-L-L-I. And let's go... And the way we go, like they say on the Drunken Taoist podcast. And question number one is relating to your craft. Do you remember the first thing you ever wrote or created? And Danielle responded, yeah, something I wrote when I was 11. Touche, Danielle. Touche. <laughs> I guess I should, I should rephrase the question in... Uh, saying something to the effect of, do you remember what you wrote and what is it? <laughs> but um, from that, I get uh, something cool, which is like a lot of writers, not all, but a lot, and creators, they begin at a very young age. They have like this visceral, uh, deep down connection to it. And um, for example, like with me, I remember writing a short story. I mentioned this in one of the previous episodes, so I'm not going to bore you guys with all the details of it, but I wrote some short story when I was like eight or nine years old, and it was like a combination of some army movie that I was watching and Encino Man. I don't remember if you guys remember that movie, Encino Man, with Paulie Shore, um, where they find a, a caveman, uh, when they're like digging up a pool. And they find a caveman, um, which was buried on the ground in like an ice capsule or some shit. Um, and it was like a combination of, of those two things. And the premise of the story was some man that was in battle in, in, 
in a war many years back and there was an avalanche or something like that he got buried alive and then um came to about a thousand years later and the the name of the story was a thousand year old man <laughs> um but yeah i was like eight or nine years old when when i wrote that and then i like straight away from writing never never did much of it since then i like dabbled with you know like writing girls letters and poetry and i used to like writing um you know like book reports and and like shit like that like school related things um but never something i guess quote unquote official and that's something that i've read a lot about in um uh, both like mastery with uh, Robert Greene's book or or uh, the War of Art that that thing that you love to do that that thing that you were like meant to do you kind of know it as a child but somewhere along the way you life gets in the way and you lose sight of it and when you reconnect to it it's it's pretty awesome and you kind of like know it and it's weird to like explain but um that's pretty cool that that you started writing when you were 11 or at least that you can remember and question two is what inspires you to write or create and daniele responds it helps seducing women (laughs) also i feel like if i don't i may explode oversized emotions need an outlet (laughs) i couldn't agree more definitely don't want you exploding and it could definitely help in seducing women. Those uh, roses are red, violets are blue poems I used to write back in high school to chicks. Got me like a, a date or two, if I remember correctly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I like that that part of of oversized emotions uh, needing an outlet, which they absolutely do. And whatever it is that you're into. Um, again whether it's writing or painting or anything like that you do feel at least i do um feel a big relief when when you complete something or when you do something within that vein like we were mentioning before with uh margot's questionnaire that sometimes it's like super tough to like sit down and actually do the work um and i feel like that that builds up inside you like that that angst and like that need to to just let shit out and i definitely feel like that release and that outlet when my pen comes all over the page (laughs) and um yeah it's pretty cool the next question is what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft and he sets he's sets he says Daniele says very wisely and insightfully he says everything is related just those three words everything is related and i absolutely agree and it, again it ties into what we were saying before when you're walking down the down the street when you're in the subway when you're driving when you're taking a shower and anytime you can get inspired you can get ideas you can you can take things from one situation and apply them to another and something i love too is like when for example like a habit that i have 
is like I might have an idea. It could be like a line or uh, uh, a piece of dialogue that I think just is, flows well together or some quote or like half a quote or it's like nothing, right? But it's nothing, but it's something. Like it's nothing yet, but it's like the seedlings of something. And that's what I use like that, like day one app and I use the Evernote app and just like the regular notepad app on my phone. Like shit like that, I just like jot down and I have like dozens and dozens of like different things that have nothing to do with each other, but that are just like random, like loose end ideas. And eventually I find that like when I'm writing a short story or like, or working on something that I like draw from that like pool of ideas and like those ideas connect with the other ones that, you know, weren't even created at the same time and tie in together perfectly so it's like they're all out there like in the ether and you're like just channeling the information throwing it up on your page and like just putting it all together like a puzzle piece and it's like it truly is everything is 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 related your relationships your feelings your emotions your observations other people's experiences and when they share it with us um when you listening to podcasts and shit like that like music everything so it's definitely definitely true couldn't agree more with that question number four of the five question survey is how do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to and Danielle responds unless unless I do I will unless I do meaning unless I, I do right I will take out a knife and stab myself in the stomach in an act of ritual suicide. <laughs> Spoken in true Danieli form. And that ties into um, what we were saying before when reading uh, the first response to the first question about writing when, when you were 11, which is like that need and like having to do it or in question number two also if not like exploding it it's like the motivation to do it in and of itself is the fact that you need to in and of itself rather um because if you don't you will explode and self-destruct and just have all these pent-up emotions and be snapping at people and flipping out and being a pretty unpleasant person to be around probably so i'm definitely with you on that Unless I do, I will take out a knife and stab myself in the stomach in an act of ritual suicide. <laughs> I love that one. All right. And the final question is, do you have any advice for other writers or creators, whether they're new, seasoned, or otherwise? And Danielle's response is, either create something that hardens nipples and tickles the soul, or don't do it at all. Well said, my friend. That is awesome advice. Of course, you should always be striving to give it your best and go hard at what you do. Have pride and honor in what you do. Don't half-ass it. Jump in with both feet and give it a fucking shot. It's your thing. It's 
the thing that only you can create, that only you can share, can give to the world, to the universe, to to all of us. And you should. If you have it inside you, if you feel it inside you, let that shit out. Take all those oversized emotions. Grab all the relativity within the orbit of your world. Put it all together in your best, hardest efforts. Or don't fucking waste anyone's time in doing it at all. Great advice, Danielle. Thank you very much again for throwing a fellow podcaster bone. Well, let me not say fellow podcaster. I'm not going to compare this to the Drunken Taoist podcast. But uh, nonetheless, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate you taking the time to share your insights with us. And thank you for doing what you do because it's definitely an inspiration. Again, folks, you guys can check out uh, more about Daniele by going to thedrunkendaoist.com. That's the, T-H-E, drunken. Daoist is spelled T-A-O-I-S-T dot com. And uh, the link for that is also in the episode notes below. You can also check out the link to Daniele's books uh, on Amazon. Um, I recommend Create Your Own Religion. And you guys can check out uh, a slew of others on the on his Amazon uh, book page, which there's also a link for that in the episode notes of this episode. And highly, highly, highly recommend for you guys to subscribe and listen to the Drunken Taoist podcast, which is Danielle's podcast. And you guys can find that on iTunes and Stitcher and also on uh, Danielle's website. Margot, Daniele, thank you very much, both of you, for taking the time out to share all that with us. And that is the episode for today, folks. If anybody else is interested in filling out a questionnaire, uh, again, you can find that at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. And you guys can support the podcast in a few different ways mainly and what i would appreciate the most is if you guys can go on itunes and or stitcher subscribe rate and review the podcast again it's the spun today podcast and you guys can do that again on itunes and stitcher also if you'd like to support the podcast you can do so by shopping on amazon and using the amazon portal link on my website it's under the contact page of my website and you guys can pretty much just click on the Amazon banner. It'll take you over to Amazon. Amazon, and you know, you do your shopping as normal as you normally do on Amazon. Amazon will kick me back a, a percentage of the sales um, of all the shit that you buy. And it doesn't cost you anything extra at all. They're just uh, kicking over a percentage based on um, sending traffic to their website and you can also again support by taking a look at any of the photography on my page at uh, spontaneity.com forward slash photography um no professional photographer by any stretch of the imagination but i like taking pictures of shit that i find cool and you guys might like it if you do you can go to created.com c-r-a-t-e-d.com forward slash spun today and it is a website where 
you guys can take a look at all the photography that I have on my website, um, which you can like save and download for free if you just want like digital copies or whatever. Or if you want actual prints like posters or like picture frames and stuff like that, you can do it on the created website. Follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Spun Today. Like the Facebook.com forward slash Spun Today fan page. Uh, you can listen to this and all episodes of the podcast on YouTube by clicking on the YouTube page, uh, YouTube link on my website, or also on Tumblr. There's a Tumblr link on my website as well, all the way at the bottom. And you guys can check out the Spun Today podcast.tumblr.com uh, link if you so choose and lastly subscribe to the newsletter on my website which is at sponsor.com forward slash contact all the way at the bottom just give me your name and email address and you will be the first to know of any new episodes of the podcast that come out as well as any new short stories as always folks substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams Thanks for listening.